What's going on, Clipper Nation? It's me, William, the Opinion Update. And I am Positive Chuck Mockler. We're coming at you, Clippers, after dark, baby. Are we? I don't know. We record at night now, so it seems like it's after dark. It's throwing everything off. Anyways, we are Locked On Clippers, part of the Locked On NBA Network. We're coming at you five days a week with all the fresh Clippers content, and you're going to need it in this offseason. Let me tell you what. We got a recap of that game for you to kick things off today. Oh, yeah. Talk, talk about some good. Talk about some bad. Talk about some people who stood out. Do you want to drop a hint? I mean, I think everyone knows we're going to be talking a little bit about Mo and a little bit about Terrence Mann. Love it. Uh, and then we are going to do our freshies, which we do every single Monday. It's kind of a breakdown of generally reserved for rookies, but there's so many new guys that we're going to kind of expand it to all new guys. Uh, however, we're going to be talking about Terrence Mann. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying in the future, you know, <laughs> things can change. Uh, and then we're going to be doing a player preview for Mo Harkless at the end great standout from from tonight so stick around for all of that and more yeah so the clippers got the first ever important preseason w against the uh shanghai sharks it was 127 to 87 over the sharks M- more enjoyable game to watch than the rockets game funnily yeah. enough yeah definitely do you think that uh this gave you confidence that we will go 82 and 0 no <laughs> <laughs> but it did give us confidence in some other things. There were some fantastic lines tonight. Uh, Mo Harkless stood out. 7 of 7 from the field. 16, 3 and 1. Led the team in points. Added two blocks. Uh, he was, yeah, perfect from the field. It, it was, was great. everything I think everyone wanted to see from a player like Mo and what his role is going to be with the team. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it was incredible. Uh, we'll talk more about him at the end. But oh, yeah. the guy that I that I was impressed with. Uh, I'm not going to eat crow on this one. I know I'm alone on Jerome <laughs> Robinson Island, but uh, he had a great sideline line tonight, nine, six, and eight, added a steal. He had the second best plus minus of any player. Uh, overall, he just looked a lot more aggressive. Um, he looked much more comfortable with the ball. And he was contributing in ways that, like his first, I think he missed his first two shots. Yes. And yeah. then he was like, all right, I'm going to contribute in other ways. And he absolutely did. He was making good passes. He was fighting for loose balls. It was great to see. Yeah, you made a you made an interesting point about how you like to see the resiliency after having a really really <laughs> bad game. Yeah, uh, and and I would have to agree that was definitely a standout. Uh, Trez had twelve three and two. Nothing, you know, classic I mean, more sad. good Trez, yeah. which was good to see. Jamichael had thirteen with three boards, um, two turnovers. Unfortunate, but I don't know. What are you going to do? The shooting did look better. Oh, actually, no, it didn't. He was one of four. <laughs> yeah, well, there I'm you go. an idiot. Um, another good line of the night was uh, Zubats. He had, excuse me one second, he had six and he had seven boards, but he did foul out, which I personally do not think is a big deal. Yeah. Is it a big deal? I think it's a huge deal. I don't know uh, if it's a huge deal, man. How are you fouling out in 11 minutes in a game against... Same way the that Shanghai Sharks. Same way that Shaman goes one for eight, and that we're not freaked out about it, right? So I think that these are different because I think that it, you know, obviously shoot or shoot. You're never gonna hear anything, <laughs> anything but that other. Than Heard maybe. that. Uh, but I, you know, like if shots aren't falling, I think that that just kind of is what it is. Um, okay. Unless it's a prolonged sort of slump. Mm-hmm. But like the defensive things to me, to me that's just playing sloppy like that's just not heads up play that's fair uh, and you know you brought up that the the cba is a little bit more aggressive physically it's a much uh, more physical league montajunas uh <laughs> was incredible oh us. man the shanghai sharks really uh, we'll get back to zoo in a second sorry the shanghai sharks were carried with a 
Donatus Montagunas with 29 points and James Nunnally with 31. No one else scored more than 10. Again, they scored 87 points. So Montagunas had, they were feeding him down low and he was giving Zoo some problems. Yeah. I mean, he's a big dude. Yeah. I'm not too worried about the fouls. Let's talk about the good first. All right. I mean, Terrence Mann got the nod in the starting lineup. Yeah. Which, okay, we have to say the Terrence Mann hype train is like, I said it was rocketing we, out of the station, and it's in full steam. We talked about it before it was even announced that they're like Doc talked about the lineup change. I was like, they're gonna start Terrence Man. It's like it's the best PR move. I mean, I mean, not that's maybe being overly well cynical. for Clippers it's not fans just a PR move, but yeah, to get hype up, it is. Um, he he was plus eleven, seven points, uh, three assists, four boards, did have four turnovers. What are you gonna do? Um, in twenty one minutes, the he hit a corner three early, which got everyone hyped. Yeah. The guy's not looking like the 48th pick. No, but I will say the turnovers were not great. He would growing pains. Definitely. He would be allowed one or maybe two of those in a regular season game before Doc pulled him. He did the, I would cla- agree with he did the classic really like jumping in the air, desperately trying to force a pass. And of course, like do do a turn like yeah. toss a turnover. So he had some growing pains. He had I think he got his dribble knocked away a couple times. He picked up his dribble and he shouldn't have. Yeah. But from what we saw for the for where we drafted the the kid. I agree. Way hyped. out like way uh, outperforming his draft rank, and and it still was a good performance. I'm not I'm not trying to rag on him or anything. Not at all. Uh, there were just you know like there's some things that are troubling that won't translate to the regular season. I have been impressed though with like how his rebounding has stayed consistent. <laughs> his rebounding is consistent, and his vision. They talk. They keep. We kind of hear this narrative of like he's learning this new position. Blah blah blah. I'm kind of of the faith that you can't teach vision, and he has. If he's apparently learning a new position right now. His vision is already at the positions level. His vision's carrying him. It looks really good. I feel like like those kind of things are maybe a little exaggerated because that's fair. I I think his vision looks good. I think now kids like growing up, if you're good enough, you play the point. Like it doesn't really like it doesn't really matter what size you are. You're playing the positional. If you're good enough and you have the vision, you you play the point. So I don't think it's like necessarily a fully new thing just because he played you know less point in college. Um, but agreed, he is thriving in the role. So it's going to be fun to see what happens uh, when we play the Nuggets on the tenth. It's going <laughs> to wonder how many minutes he's going to get there. Uh, we mentioned Jerome. We can talk about it again. Just the resiliency. Yeah, and ha- he seemed because I think when we everyone saw him miss that first shot, it was kind of like, oh man, it bummed me out a little bit because I want to see him do well, and it was so good to see him contribute and have a really good game for sure. And the, yeah, the, just the composure was so much better in this game. He looked much more confident with the ball in his hands. Uh, and he still—I mean, he only shot one of six from three, which is obviously very bad. Yeah, but, but the eight assists, I think, like that. Yeah, um, six boards. You know, I feel like we've been we've been harping on the whole off season leading into this that like if you can make if you can find teammates and like carve out a little playmaking niche you're gonna get some minutes i can't say how big they are it's gonna you know depend on some other factors but you're gonna find a way into this rotation here's a sneaky stat of the night what do you got despite going one of eight shooting all three pointers from landry shaman it was not his best night shooting wise eight dimes as well that one kind of jumped out on the page at me, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that was a low-key... Uh, <laughs> you yeah. love to see it. You do. <laughs> you love to see Jerome and Shamit contributing in these ways that aren't shooting. Um, 
Motley had a great game. Only played 17 minutes. Yeah. But he's a guy. Motley is someone who is always ready to go, but maybe needs to take a few breaths. So, yeah. So that's the thing. I, I think it's like a double-edged sword. He did finish with 11-7-1. and one. Uh, really incredible in his, in his limited time. But yeah, it's it's one of those things. I love the willingness and the readiness every time he gets <laughs> out there. Go. Like he, you know, he's never sulking about his playing time. No. He gets in there for the minutes that he gets in there and he tries to make the biggest impact that he can. Mm-hmm. And the flip side of that is sometimes you can defer on the biggest <laughs> impact. Like sure. sometimes the biggest impact is actually, you know, maybe doing a little less. Maybe braining yourself <laughs> in for sure. Um, Fee, nine and five in eleven minutes. He was out there on the fourth when it was mostly kind of, you know, two way guy stuff. He like looked that. good. He took a fall at one point. He had some collision yep. around the basket, and I was really worried. I one of one from three, five boards. Not bad. I still stand by like the, you know, this was a good game. I think like just with his body, he's just not ready for NBA minutes yet. Fee. Yeah. At the four? Yeah. Wow. That's I mean, I don't know about that. He's think, a big dude. I don't know. Just seeing him, even against the Sharks, like in traffic, like and like I don't know, around do the mean, basket and stuff. Do you mean I learning how know. to use his body? I just don't think that he has like the the stoutness. Interesting. Yet, that's, I mean, I I think it'll that's be an there. Interesting. Take. I like his. He has a big frame, but like, I don't know, man. Like I, he's a guy that yeah, I get worried about when I see him hit the deck. Like he's Ooh. a little skinny. Hot take. That's something to keep an eye on over here from Locked On Clippers. <laughs> Uh, Mo Harkless, as we talked about again, he went seven to seven. We're going to touch on him later. He psyched up a lot of Clippers fans and how he's going to look on the bench. We can briefly touch on the bad. There wasn't too briefly. much of it. Oh, I'm going to stew on it. There wasn't too much of it. The biggest question. So we talked about Shamus's shooting. Not that bad, but we expect those to fall. Yeah. Um, Zoo's Fallon defense. Maybe a little something to monitor to keep an eye on for the third preseason game. I think is fair to say. Weird storyline that no one is talking about. Okay. Why isn't Patrick Patterson playing? That was going to be the next thing. We talked right before we started recording. You were like, weird. Why isn't Patrick Patterson getting any minutes? And it's a fair question. I mean, like literally everyone is getting minutes. He looked good on media day, but like he doesn't have to play his way back into game form. Yeah. I mean, the only people who didn't have minutes tonight were Paul George, Kyle Leonard, Patrick Patterson, and Luke Williams. Is there an injury we don't know about? Or are we? I mean, so if we're we're only running fourteen guys right now, yeah, roster wise, yeah, total roster, total yes. roster spots. So if we're not planning on, if we're planning on running Patrick Patterson so little that he doesn't need preseason minutes, mm-hmm. that's putting a fair amount of pressure on those thirteen other guys. <laughs> it, I Am mean, I like, wrong? We no, don't know, it, and this isn't a definitive thing. It's just a trend that we've noticed after two games. Yeah, I mean, I think it definitely puts a lot of pressure. I think it definitely gives. I, a lot more credence to like the amount of time that man could play that like a lot of time that these other players could have to be out like could be out there. And I think as a whole, it gives more time to how much they expect Paul George and Kawhi to play. For sure. You would expect all hands to be on deck for a team that has two guys that need a, a fair amount of load management, right? Yeah. Yeah. From but a team so well manages the clips. For sure. I, I mean, I think that that's a get like that's a given that's expected. I think like the weird way that it puts pressure on people is like, you know, like I think that it's gonna be a big deal when Mo Harkless has a bad game, or oh yeah, uh, it's gonna be a big deal if Jamichael, you know, like isn't getting shots to fall. Like it does put yep. a little bit more of a pressure on these guys. And Jamichael even talked about it. Like it, you know, you got to be able to knock down open 
open shots. Like you are the guys that the defense is going to like sag off of. Like, For sure. You, like, that's just you how it goes. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> you're not going to be the focal point. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's just that's fair. I mean, Jamichael Green, three of seven tonight from three. The three numbers tonight were good to see from my end because I don't like how we play that efficiency game. We had seven total from Jamichael, eight total from Shamit, six from Jerome, four from Magruder, six from Derek Walton Jr., which I'm not sure if those were designed or not, but it's nice to see the numbers. Walton tonight. Jr. is fun to watch. I like, him, I like watching him play. Walton Jr. is fun to watch out there. Um, we want to give, we're going to go into the next segment. We're going to do freshies. We're going to talk about Terrence Mann and where he might be, but we have to give a shout out to Patrick Beverly, who in 11 minutes drew two charges, <laughs> one of which was when we were up 30 points. The game is always tied in Patrick Beverly's head. Is something I tweeted out. And the game is always tied. And what it. happens if you lose the game is you fall into a big pit of spikes. <laughs> I feel like Patrick Beverly plays the game. You're covered in bees. Yeah. It was, I mean, all in all, a lot of good to take away from the game tonight. Absolutely. Weirdly, much more entertaining to watch than the Clippers playing an actual NBA team. Coming up after this, we're going to be talking Terrence Mann's player preview on the freshies but want to give a shout out to indochino the world's largest made to measure menswear brand start your style like right now with 30 dollars off your total purchase of 3.99 or more at indochino.com when entering locked on all capital letters one word at checkout so welcome to the freshies it's fresh so we have to talk about the freshest of clippers players right now terrence Mann. yes clippers darling terrence Mann. Absolutely, Clippers I, darling. I think fan. it's safe to say he's a fan favorite. Most people on Twitter are absolutely hyped about him. And did he... So he was in the starting lineup tonight, based on what we saw tonight. Did, did he that, meet, did that, not meet, or net neutral your expectations? You don't have an exceed expectations on there. Oh, meet... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. I guess we know what happened with uh, him to you. Uh, I mean... I think he he met my expectations tonight. I would say to my, tonight, yeah, he met my a slight plus. Yeah. It was a slight plus in the fact that he didn't look overwhelmed by starting. Yeah, let's run his line back one more time. Sorry about that for people. Twenty one minutes, two of three shooting, seven points, three assists, four turnovers, four boards, one of them offensive. He he just looks like a guy who understands the game, and it's reminiscent. And I might. Regret saying oh this. man, what are you? Are <laughs> okay. you doing a player comp right now? I'm just saying two the, preseason games in, you're doing a player comp. Not at comp. all. Not at all. I'm saying <laughs> there's times when the offense runs with Terrence Mann that it feels like he's like we're running this play. Yeah, and everyone else is engaging in the play very much like an X's and O's type situation. Similar to when there were sometimes when Shea would come in last year and the offense would seem to adhere a little crisper in terms of those situations. I think Terrence can get the offense flowing well. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that has to do with the fact that the other guys during this game specifically were like, all right, you know, he's maybe quote unquote learning how to play this position. Mm -hmm. We got to step up and help Terrence out. We got to be in our spots too to make sure he can succeed. Yeah. Because if he's running the offense and those guys don't, you know, aren't helping him out for his shortcomings, it's not going to work well. Yeah. It worked okay. No, I mean, this wasn't by any means a bad game. This was, no. uh, it, it met expectations. Um, the hustle was there. The hustle was there. Seeing him in the starting lineup was great. The turnovers were understandable. That's the growing I mean, pains. Like, I don't want to say troubling. I want to say it's understandable. Uh, so that 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 all checks. Um, I think. Yeah. What's interesting is I guess what Doc had said about how he's like the guy that other players seem to be talking to. Like yes. he's the guy that seems to be by committee 
understood <laughs> as like the guy who's Who going to be taking on more. some guard minutes. Is that fair to say? I mean, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, Doc I mean, Yovan had that quote from practice that Doc was like, all of the all of the guys are saying they're talking to Terrence after plays or giving him guidance. Like he's There's a guy a, who they want to see play more minutes. There was a great picture uh, LA Clippers posted of of Lou Williams talking to Terrence, man. Yeah. It looked maybe a little heated, but it was just such a great photo of like, I don't, I love this. It's just such a, the vets on this team, I feel like have been um, just so, I mean, maybe nurturing is putting it too much, but like, they've been perfect. No, that's a fair word. I think that's Um, totally fair. I, I think that it's, I think that it's really interesting, especially with somebody who, so far projects so much raw ability as Terrence. Like that sort of mentorship, if he's, you know, cracking into the lineup, that's very exciting. If he's getting into if he's getting into backup point guard minutes on this team, that's very exciting. That says a whole hell of a lot about his ability down the road. Yes. Doc also mentioned that Paul George and Kawhi went healthy could be the only two quote unquote for sure starters. The term that he used was a sliding lineup, and he used Oddly enough, San Antonio and Toronto as teams who use that well in recent memory. Hmm. I don't know why you would use those teams. Totally insane that he would pull those two Random teams. Random two air. teams. Is there a chance, and this is after two preseason games <laughs> and a couple of glasses of white wine, is there a chance we see Terrence Mann at any point in the starting lineup for the Clippers in the regular season? I'm not saying he's starting opening night. I'm not saying he's playing his way to unseat Patrick Beverly. However, if they did look like an interesting pair, one, two together, because they did start the game together, which was interesting. I like Patrick Beverly kind of switching off into an off ball role. Um, I, you know, like I like him getting some minutes where he can kind of stand in the corner and knock down open shots so he can conserve that energy on the other side of the floor. Uh, as for working into the starting lineup, once again, this is like a way too early thing. Of course it is, but it's man mania, dude. But, I mean, with Paul George out, <laughs> is it insane to think that we could maybe see a Terrence Mann start? Is that insane? I think it's a little insane. I it's, know I posed the question. I hate to build everyone up, but part of me thinks it's a tiny bit insane. Yeah. that's. Um, I mean, like, that's maybe getting a little too gassed. It's getting a little too gassed out. I'm everyone's rightfully excited about Terrence right now. Yeah. He had a oop to fee, which yeah. I know I said I wanted to see him facilitate other people, but it was great to see him feed his guy from FSU. Bag of contradictions, Charles Mockler. Dude, this is, who I, this is what happens <laughs> when the Clippers play basketball. I'm just too excited. I don't know what's going on. Um, what could he really shore up other than I think the turnovers we both agree on? Yeah. And there's no, unfortunately, uh, defensive advanced stats right now for preseason games on NBAStats.com. What do you think he can shore up other than the turnovers to help his case with carving out backup point guard minutes, which seems like, and I don't mean this is a disrespectful term, possibly the ceiling for him this year, which is an absurd ceiling to have as a 48th pick. And I mean that in a good way. Yeah. I mean, a backup point guard on a, on a championship team. That's, I, I mean, that's quite the achievement. Yeah. Um, so what, I mean, like what, what can else he, could he improve? what can he improve on? Um, it'd just be that. Like, I, I think that nerves overall is something that, like, you see young players, especially trying to do too much. For sure. Um, I think in a bench role, that's something that he's, like, really going to have to get underhand because you got to be ready to go and in-game form. Um, right. Like, that's kind of what we talked about upon. with Motley, where it's like he's always kind of in-game form, but mentally needs to slow down a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, Terrence, it's like you're going to have to get in and go. Yeah, especially at the guard position. I mean, there's just, like... 
There's not time for early jitters. Not uh, time for early turnovers as well. You brought that up. He gets one of those in the regular season. Yeah. And then it's like, sorry, man. Like, you're on the second unit, and we have guys who can handle the ball. Yeah. So you might not see some more time after this. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, it's hard to say. Um, but what else could he improve on? The turnovers is the biggest thing. The tur- we had 10 yeah, to turnovers just, tonight. To 40% just, it's of them just were that. It's like just kind of settling... Um, a little bit into the game, he already has such great vision that that's not an issue. Uh, he, you know, he positionally just seems to find his spots really well. He's got he's got very Jamichael Green esque nose, just randomly there. Yeah, just popping up wherever the ball is. He's in the right spots a lot. The rebounding I didn't think was going to translate. I think I might have already said that, but I, okay. I'm really. <laughs> I, I like I've there's a lot to like. I'm there's, hyped. There's a lot to like from preseason Terrence. I I'm very excited to see what it looks like on when we on the tenth yeah. when we play the Nuggets. It's gonna be fantastic. Coming up after this, we got another player preview because we forgot to do it on Friday for you guys because we were so hyped for the game. We're gonna be talking Mo Harkness and his fantastic outing tonight and what that might mean for the Clippers rest of the season. Let's talk Mo, dude. Fantastic. Love talking some Mo. Dude, Mo, I mean, 16 points. Great. Seven of seven. Yeah. Seemingly, you know, two blocks. (laughs) He was doing everything. He was literally everywhere. I made the note, and it was pretty evident from when the game... He was perfect from the field. Right at half, there was a couple buckets that came in pretty quick succession where Mo was just under the basket with no one around him. Yes. And he was getting found with the ball. And I hate to go back to this comparison like I did just before the break. It's Jamichael Green esque. These guys player having this comps. <laughs> These got player. No comp- one is their own yeah, person. I'm player comps, <laughs> Chuck. Today, um, his instinct for that. We have a bunch of these guys who know where they're supposed to be in certain situations. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. And Mo is playing weirdly older than his already seven-year veteranship, six-year veteranship in the it's, league. It's wild how long he's been in the league, and he's like 24, 25. So. Yeah, so he went two of two from behind the line, which was fantastic. I think that's going to be... I th- how many threes do you think he's going to take regular season-wise? Because he had a fantastic game, but this is a season preview. I don't think we can expect this kind of contribution all the time. Um, I think he'll be up. I think it'll be more threes than that. I think it's going to be around four to five if he's in the starting lineup. You want him to... I don't think so. I think it's going to stick right around two. Two? I think yeah. it's going to be maybe a little higher because he is... He fits that sliding idea so well. Harkless yeah. is a guy who can fit that, and if he can hit one early, I'd be fine with maybe trying to stretch it a couple more I attempts. get it. I mean, he's hit as high as 42% on two attempts a game. He's never really... I mean, the only the, his highest attempts per game is, is two and a half, and he hit those at a 35% clip. But if he could do... I mean, honestly, if he could do three attempts a game at a 35% clip, I Hello. think that takes a huge load off of of other players anything above 35 percent, and i would be very excited yeah so here's why i'm excited about his three-point attempts you look at a guy like jermichael green you know never had more than two attempts per game mm-hmm. uh, then, came to the clips. Three, then came to the clips it went up a little bit i see what I you're think saying we can see that i think if they believe in him because the clips i had this thought during the game i didn't share it with you because it might be too insane what do you have so you, you're, we're talking about player comps. Here's a team comp for you. <laughs> okay. So the Dodgers... <laughs> you're getting out of control with this. So the Dodgers had this fantastic thing where they got guys like Chris Taylor mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where 
He had a great swing. The swing was there. The decision-making, maybe not so much. They just worked with... They were like, hey, we, we understand you have this great tool. You just need to hone it a tiny bit. Yeah. It's not being used as much. It feels like the Clippers are doing a similar thing with guys like Jermichael Green and maybe Mo Harkless, where they can see these small niche areas and they say, we can coach you up on these because all we need you to do is these things. I Mo agree. can obviously do more than that. And yeah. I, you know, obviously with his defense and everything. But I think they got a little thing in him where it's like we can tinker this just a tiny bit where you can be a lot more effective. For sure. And I, th- I mean, honestly, to me, that's the core of what is the strength of what this team is. 100%. Uh, it's, it's specialized tools performing very defined roles. Yeah. And if Mo can do, I mean, an anth of what he did tonight, obviously not indicative of the right whole season. We have to say that a bunch because it was a fun game to watch. But he, lo- he looks like a fantastic signing. Yeah, I mean, for a thing that wasn't even billed, that was a throw-in. I mean, we yeah, we got him for cap space. <laughs> yeah, we were. I mean, we got him in a pick for cap space. Would you feel comfortable after watching him tonight? He didn't start tonight. I was. I had some uncertainty about how I would feel with him seeing him in the starting lineup. Strictly from not, I guess, ignorance is the best word from not having watched him play a whole bunch. For sure. If he understands his role this well this early already, I'm much more comfortable seeing him in that starting lineup for when it's his you know slide well when here's it comes the thing to him. i mean and here's the thing i feel like we've talked about all along and it, it kind of piggy piggybacks uh onto doc's thing of that there's like there can be matchup specific starters of course um we, we I, started boban sometimes last year yeah and i think that there's like an interesting um argument to be made about him versus jermichael at the four uh, both very solid players. Yeah. Uh, some different skill sets, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I would enjoy seeing him in the starting lineup. I mean, he's he's just so athletic. Uh, yeah. He just th- there's a lot to like. Um, because think if he's hitting that night. Think if there's a night where the first think if he takes two three pointers early. Yeah. And he just goes two for two in the first quarter. I mean, that demands a whole another layer of respect that the other team cannot give him without opening themselves up to, you know, just getting crushed. Yeah, that's fair. Because it mean, goes back to that point about, like, uh, I think it was Jermichael you were saying, said, like, we're the ones who got to hit shots. Yeah. <laughs> like, we know those other guys can hit shots. I think, and is this crazy? Maybe even seeing him in... <laughs> smaller lineups where he's kind of like the role man and he's like just finishing a lot around the basket and you maybe have like a Jamichael or somebody to space the floor a little bit more in the front court. So who's the five? Jamichael. Jamichael's the five and Moe's the four? Yeah. I don't think that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> who's, the fir- who's the first three? Um, let's talk this out. I like this idea. <laughs> let's say, I don't know, t- take you your pick. three guard? Take, yeah, take your pick. Let's say... Um, Bev, Sham, Paul George. I'm not Bev Pam. That that there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I like that. It's a Bev, little bit Sham, smaller in the Paul backcourt. George, but Mo and Jamichael. Yeah. And if Mo's having a good shooting night, yeah. I bad. I was surprised. You could even go Bev, Lou, George, Mo, Jamichael. Oh yeah, that's a fun lineup. Yeah, that lineup's got a lot of scoring. Yeah. Mo, I mean, there's a lot of hype for man right now. Mo also stamped his flag for kind of loved. I'm going to contribute to loved this game. 
I think should have everyone even more excited about the other bench pieces than Lou and Trez. More excited than Lou, about them than they Lou were is what I'm saying. Oh, gotcha. Like it'll get people much more psyched about those pieces because we haven't seen these guys. You know that that first preseason game was horrific to watch. Yeah, that was rough. There's 75 total free throws, something That's like rough. 68, 70 fouls. It was long garbage. This was nice to see, guys. We got to see him run. This was a get your mind right game. Absolutely. In the yeah. best way possible. Absolutely. I'm excited. Yeah. How much can we take away from this and how much like should what, we, like what should we be tampering? Should we really... Yeah, should we be tampering our expectations so we play to the, realistic levels? We play the Nuggets on Thursday on the 10th. I think here's what I would say that I'm the most rationally hyped on. What do you rationally got? hyped? The definition for rational hype. Yeah. Let's define this for the seat. The definition for rational hype is if you're talking to a coworker, what you're willing to say to a coworker who kind of follows the NBA about your expectations. Okay, I like I it. Think that's a ra- I think that's a good definition for rational hype. I like it. It's cu- it's a water cooler casual fan. Yeah, hype to where a casual fan like, oh, I guess I never really thought about how good Rodney Magruder would be, or uh, yeah, Rodney Magruder would be. I don't know if you can mention that to a guy. I'm going to. Our (laughs) office is going to be a very well-educated office on the Clippers bench unit. Rational hype, you could say Terrence Mann is making a case to get backup point guard minutes. Yep. Magruder looks like this might be the, the branch I'm most willing to go the furthest out on. Magruder looks like he's a perfect fit already. Looks great. I'm, I'm comfortable saying that. I'm hyped on Zoo. You might not be. I'm into Zoo. I think Zoo's gonna make a step. This no, year. I'm I'm hyped on Zoo. I, like I think the, Zoo's making a step this year. The like the the fouls and like some of that stuff is a little. It's a bit little troubling. annoying. It's fair, but though. I mean, no, I I would have to agree. The passing, the finishing. He looks strong too. Everything looks a lot better. Is yeah, like his physical attributes have changed. And um, I and the other thing, what's what's going on with Patrick Patterson? That's just a question that is going to dig in my brain. What's your rational hype? Uh, my rational hype I kind of covered the major ones. I apologize. My rational hype is we have some quality. We have some quality guys at the power forward position. Okay. Um, you got any Jerome rational hype? That is your island. All right. My Jerome rational hype <laughs> island is, to me, he projects as a guy if... Yeah, if he can toss up six points, a m- couple boards, maybe two assists. Okay. In, oh, man, I don't even know, like eight to ten minutes. Here's the thing. I think Jerome Robinson is a player that can take that can take over, um, yeah, in second team minutes. Here's the question for you. Will Terrence Mann play more minutes for the Clippers based on your thoughts right now as of, excuse me, 7.20 p.m. on Sunday night because we have to record these the day before now? You're really going to try to sow discord on this team? I'm the, not sowing discord. The guard rotation? Not minutes? at all. I'm just saying between... you going to back me into a corner? <laughs> between, Terrence, between Terrence Mann and Jerome, who seems like they have a better hold on maybe backup point guard minutes? Terrence Mann. I was going to maybe say Jerome. No, I think that Terrence Mann has um, found himself a little bit quicker up the ladder to though to like more steady rotation minutes at the guard. I think I Jerome only say has Jerome be- because of the turnovers. Yeah, that's the one thing I would say because Jerome looked really good tonight other than the shooting. The turn- he looked better than Mann in some areas. 
Yeah, I mean the turnovers could be improved. I my I guess my only hesitation with Jerome is like if he has another confidence game like that game against the Rockets, I mean, he you just he can't be on the floor for that long. I want to see him on Thursday. We'll do obviously a game preview on Wednesday for the Thursday game, but I'd I'd like to see him hit some shots. Yeah. And that kind of be good. Cuz that that about wraps up. Anything else you want to talk about? No, that doesn't. I mean, just glad to have basketball back on. Can't wait for a real preseason game. Oh, wow. Shots fired at the Shanghai Sharks. Thank you so much for I was talking out. Shanghai Sharks. I'm talking <laughs> the Rockets. Okay. We're going to run James Harden as our second unit. <laughs> Grow up. 40 Dar- minutes? Daryl. Um, guys, unfortunately, we do not have Twitter Tuesday streams anymore. Yeah, we do. Well, they'll be at night. Yeah. So send us your questions during the day on Monday. If we like your question, we'll give you a shout out for the segment on Tuesday. Yep. There's going to be an episode on Tuesday as well as a stream. Yeah, you guys are getting double the fun now. Uh, so hopefully more people are able to tune in to the stream at night. Yeah. We're going to be doing those. Probably we're going to be doing those at 7 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. 7 so p.m. Pacific. it's a little late for the East Coast crowd, but hey, stick around. You we're know t- look, be and this it. is a hang. This is a hang. Grab some food. This grab is a some hang. buds. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends. Your friends. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I'm William the Opinion Update. Appreciate you.